Pepper. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dragging the Table. I am DJ, and I am not your host, because this is not a show. I don't know what it is, but I feel like I've been really presumptuous calling this a show and calling myself a host, so you'll know when I feel like I've truly graduated back to show and back to host, because that is what I will call it at that time. But from now on... It's just the un... Nope, not that. It's just the... What is this show? Dragging the Table. There you go. So, I was thinking about it recently, and I wanted to know for sure what I am as far as, like, my... uh, What is it? Like, I'm not a baby boomer. I'm not a Gen X. At least I didn't think I was. I wasn't sure. So I googled... uh, Millennial, what is it called? Millennial age range. And guess what, guys? I just, I just freaking squeaked it in there because millennials, it says, are born between 1981 and 1996. I have some bad news for you idiots that were born in 1996. I was born in 1983. So, as your elder, I have some demands that I need to make out of you. Stop engaging with people that are outside of our, uh, what do you call that? What do you call being a millennial? Stop engaging with non-millennials. Those people are idiots. Stick to your own kind. No Gen Xs, no post by the way, definitely no post-millennials. Zeros to 21s, you freaking dingoes. Nobody likes you guys. I stand by... I stand by this. This is way too harsh, but I stand by this. Most people under the age of 25, I their voice just needs to be on a different frequency than the normal, everyday, average person. If you're under 25, the odds of you saying something relevant are so small. And I say this as a 36-year-old who never says anything relevant, but I've aged out. I'm over 25, so people get to hear what I have to say no matter what. They have to listen to me now. It's the law. No, it's a little too mean. But, yeah. I just like the idea of calling myself an elder millennial. So, that's how I will be referring to myself. DJ, elder millennial. Elder millennial. I really want that to be the name of this episode, but... I hate the idea of naming an episode before I actually do it. And I've been thinking of the elder millennial thing for a couple days now. And really, that's about it. Like, I've been trying to think about something that I'm going to talk woo, talk about this week, and uh, it's failing me. Like, as, much as, as hard as it was to do last week's episode, like, I actually had somebody that listens to the show. Because I guess I mentioned talking about that before that I would do it at some point and I forgot and then someone reminded me like I they got sent a DM and uh so I went ahead and talked about it and it was very interesting like now that I've had uh, a week to go back and think about it I will say uh the epilogue to that is I listened to the episode because I said I was going to start doing that I said I was going to start listening to these episodes of the show because I think it's something that I should be doing. I think I should be reviewing the game tape, but 
I got so mad because like I don't I don't know if you remember, but at the end of the show, I was like, doesn't matter if they pulled the plug on him or not, uh, because it wouldn't change anything. But before I heard myself say that, when I like came to that realization that that might be what happened. I was listening back to it and I was so mad that I almost sent a message to my mom to be like, Hey, does this, is this what happened? And then I heard myself say that and I was like, Oh, you're right. Hey, Hey self, you're right in the past or the future. You're always right. So I didn't. Uh, and that's the only update that I have on that. But yeah, is there anything else anyone remembers? That seemed to be, uh, I definitely had more to say about that than I thought I would have. Um, especially to the internet. Uh, the most interesting thing about it, I will say, was that I got a couple of a couple of feedback notes that I got from people that I know were that they had never heard part of that story before. So, so for nothing else, it was good to do that little experiment that little thought experiment and i've been trying to think this week of something else that i could talk about like that but i don't know like i don't want it all to be trauma like that can't be good right uh but i don't remember anything funny happening like like i said like my dad had multiple sclerosis uh I could, I guess I could talk, like, there was a time when I got, hmm, how old was I? I was in, like, 6th or 7th grade, and my parents shipped me off to the Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranch, but I don't remember why. Like, I don't remember why, and then I remember being such a little bastard there that they were like, nah, we don't want him here either. So, uh, yeah, it was interesting, because the... Where I went, the Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranch was, like, I was the only person there that had a, an actual family. Like, I don't, that's why I don't know why I got shipped off to there. Because all these other kids were just, that were in, like, the, because there was, let's see. I want to say there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There was, like, maybe 10 to 12 people that were living, like, in these cottages, they call them cottages. They were just houses. They were just slightly bigger houses. And, uh, like, we were two to a room. But, like, all these kids were, like, foster kids that had just been bounced around to the point to where, like, either they just never made it with a family or they were just too bad or whatever. Like, where I went was for, like, foster kids that couldn't find a freaking place to live. Uh, so even the foster kids were like, Jesus, you have parents that you know, and they still sent you here. How is this possible? So I don't know. Maybe that's something else to unpack. Maybe, maybe that's what I should have been doing is Googling why you would be at the Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranch. Maybe I'll do that right now and we'll find out something else that's going to upset me. Wait, let me just... Why would you send your kid to the Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranch? Let's see what the old Google has to say. Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranches. How could this be? 
your browser does not currently recognize any of the video formats available. What are they from? Freaking the year two thousand. Hey, okay, here's something from 2019, a Fox story. Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranch aims to improve lives of at-risk kids. A nonprofit organization is changing lives of is what? A nonprofit organization is changing lives one kid at a time. The mission of the Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranches is to improve lives of at-risk children and mentor them into strong and lawful citizens. Their aim is to encourage kids to grow. I'd say there's definitely a need for something like this, says Phil Landry, a mentor at the Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranch in Safety Harbor. Oh, that's where I went. That is where I was at in Safety Harbor. Founded in 1957, the organization tries to prevent delinquency. Through community service and fun-filled events, children can build character and develop a sense of responsibility. The ranch offers residential care, summer camps, and careers for those wanting to be part of it. Yada, yada, the charity, six different locations in Tampa Bay. There are about ten kids in every cottage. Uh, That lines up with what I said. Obviously, they have their own rules. About ten kids in every cottage. Obviously, they have their own rules and how they run things. But it becomes kind of your family. The ranch is primarily dependent on donations. This is craziness. I would love to go back there and visit that place. Because, can I tell you something? It's like mini jail. It's like mini juvie. Because I I, uh, I definitely got to smoke there. I definitely got to... Uh, yeah could just be bad there like it was just like it was just like camp but like nobody wanted you like there was nothing like you didn't have to worry about camp being over because there was nowhere to go when it was over because it just didn't end unless you were so bad that they were like nah we don't even want you here so i guess this is going to be a two depressing stories in a row sorry <laughs> Uh, I remember though, whenever I finally, whenever they finally had enough of me, uh, it was at night and boy, oh boy, like we live like safety Harbor is like, actually, let's see. I want to say it's like two hours away from where I lived at the time, but I don't really know. Let's see what Google maps has to say about that. Safety Harbor, Florida. Oh, maybe it wasn't as, let's see. No, it says it's an hour. Oh. Wow. Anyway. All right. So, yeah. So, God, why did it seem like it was so far? Anyway. So, I was in Safety Harbor. Been very bad. This guy, I think his name was Phil. Uh, Everybody hated Phil because Phil was, and if his name wasn't Phil... If you're listening, whoever you are, I hate you. Uh, Phil was a guy who was not like one of like the cottage parents. He was like, uh, he was kind of like I, what I imagine now as an adult to be like maybe their supervisor. Like he just would show up and finger guns to everybody and be like, hey. Um, and I remember everybody 
was kind of indifferent to Phil until there was, okay, so what everyone enjoyed very much was pool day when we got to go to the pool. And one of the things that we loved about the pool was it had a diving board. And it was one of those giant springy diving boards that was, I don't know, you could just get some sick air on this thing. But the rule was you could only get one bounce. They didn't want you going crazy. Which as a kid, I was like, this is nonsense. But as an adult, I'm like, you're damn right. Only one bounce. But Phil's kids used to come on our pool day and they would bounce like crazy. And then when we tried to be like, hey, you can't do that. Uh, the guy, one of like the other kids that was there, uh, you know, one of the other misfit toys that was there with us was older and he was the lifeguard and he was like, Hey, you can't bounce. And Phil freaking comes out of nowhere and he was like, they can bounce. They, they have different rules. So they, it's okay if they bounce. Cause I think Phil, this is the, this is the story I've concocted in my head is that Phil was a part-time dad so he wanted his kids to be able to bounce to their little stupid heart's content but instead it made us all hate Phil very much so anytime I could anytime I could get in on Phil I would any anything I could do to piss him off I would do um and so one day god I wish I could remember what it was I really do because everything about that whole experience is very I just remember very little of it. Like, I can remember parts of it, but not not long stretches. Like, it's weird, because I can't remember more than, like, five or ten minutes at a time of that place. Uh, so I'm sure that's perfectly normal and healthy. But uh, I pissed Phil off for the last time, because Phil... Uh, God, I really am stretching to remember... But I know he was already mad, and I kept saying things to make him madder and madder until he was like, that's it. Uh, and he called my parents, and they had to come at like nighttime and pick me up, and they were so mad. They were so mad. They couldn't believe it. Uh, and I was like, I just felt, uh, I want to say I felt bad, but that's just not true because I was like, oh, I have no one on my side. Like, I am alone. There is no, there is no us. There is only me. Uh, because I can't trust, I can't trust anyone. And I couldn't. Like, the people I was supposed to initially trust, my parents, were like, nah, dude, you're too wayward for this life. We need to send you off to the Florida Sheriff Youth Ranch. And then the Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranch, the place that, as you heard in my short description of that story uh, from 2019, is supposed to be the place where they take those wayward children and they mold them, sculptor-like, into a real human being that can exist in society. And they were like, nah, dude, you're too much. You're too much for this place. Get out. And, uh, yeah. And then my parents' reaction to that was to be more pissed. Like... Oh my God, I just realized my life is very depressing. I'm so sorry that you have to hear about it. You've been hearing about it for too long, though. So, yeah. I don't know. I'll think more about that, and if anyone cares to hear what I come up with, maybe I'll talk about it. Ooh, that's what I... I'm going to write this down. I meant to talk about... This is what I meant to talk about. The day I learned how to lie... Learning to lie. 
that's going to be what the next episode is about, unless I forget. But uh, until then, please go and check out Kula.com. That is C-U-L-L-A-H.com if you enjoyed the music that you heard in this episode. And damn it, I know that you did. So go there, check out the music, buy something if you're uh, if you're just a spicy listener, and I know how spicy you are. And um, I think that's it for this week, folks. So thank you for joining me, and keep dragging.